Papyrus documents like this one have been discovered by archaeologists in Egypt. And some of them reveal that the ancient Egyptian medical practices were very advanced for their time. For example, they performed surgery. You can actually see medical instruments in the temple at Komombo in, uh, in Egypt. They practiced obstetrics and gynecology. And medical papyrus documents such as the Ebers and Edwin Smith papyri date back to 1500 BC. Now, that's the same time as Moses, the Prince of Egypt, who, for example, Hollywood made famous. Now, according to the Bible, Moses was raised by the Egyptians, so he would have known about these sorts of practices that are recorded in these papyrus documents. Notice what the Bible says. At this time, Moses was born and he was brought up in his father's, his father was an Israelite, in his father's house. Pharaoh's daughter took him away and brought him up as her own son. And it goes on to say, And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. Acts chapter 7 verse 20 to 22. Now the Egyptians had many medical remedies that can be found, especially in the Ebus papyrus. And remember again, these were written around the time of Moses, around 1500 BC. So no doubt he would have known about these sorts of practices. Now, notice some of these practices that we find in the Ebers Papyrus. Number one, bloodletting was practiced. Now, we know today that's positively dangerous. I think it was George Washington. They stuck leeches all over his body to suck out his blood so they thought he'd get better, but of course such things killed him. Uh, the Egyptians said that to fix up an eye problem, just cure it by pouring in hot broken glass into the eye. <laughs> That'd sure fix the problem, wouldn't it? You wouldn't have an eye to fix up. And then they said treatment for baldness was to apply goose fat and crocodile dung of all things. Maybe that's why I'm going a little bit bald. I should have been using some of that stuff. <laughs> and what about this one for splinters? How about worms, blood and asses done? Little wonder that people died of lockjaw or tetanus back in those days. Now, here's the point in bringing up these things that the Egyptians recorded and practiced. Just imagine if Moses had included some of these things in the Bible. The Bible would have been laughed off today by thinking people. But even though he was trained by the Egyptians and knew about such things, Moses didn't include them. Yet he has in his writings some very sound scientific medical health principles that you'll find in the Bible. Take hygiene, for example. In the Alemanni Hospital of Vienna in the early 1800s, the death rate among pregnant women was extremely high. Now, let me just pause to say that this hospital was one of the creme de la creme hospitals in Europe at this time. So here in this hospital, the, pregnancy, the, the death rate among pregnant women is very high. At this time, Dr. Ignace Semmelweis was put in charge of one of the maternity wards. Now, he was a smart doctor. So the first thing he did when he came onto this ward to be in charge of it is he observed the practices and the routine of the doctors and their medical students. And he noticed that after they'd conducted autopsies on the bodies of women who had died the previous night, they went straight into the maternity ward without washing their hands and conducted pelvic examinations on the pregnant women. 
And of course, the death rate was high. So Dr. Ignace instituted the practice of washing your hands after you touch a dead body. And immediately the death rate among the pregnant women dropped. Now we laugh or smile today at that because you go to a hospital today, today and you're going to see the doctors and the nurses turn off the taps with their elbows and hygiene is very high priority in medical institutions today. But it wasn't back in Europe at this time, let me tell you, they didn't know about such things. Now, sadly, back to this story, because the doctors and the students hated this fussy practice of washing your hands after touching a dead body, they managed to get rid of Dr. Ignace out of the, out of the ward and immediately the death rate shot up when they went back to their non-washing hands practice. Now, if only these doctors had followed the instructions that are found in this book, the Bible. You see, because in the Bible, God had given Moses very sound principles of hygiene over 3,500 years ago. Imagine the lives that would have been saved down through the time and the heartaches that would have been spared if humans had followed what the Bible said about hygiene. You know, Europe suffered many plagues during the Dark Ages and there was a reason. You see, often the toilet was in the kitchen. The potty was there, great place for the toilet. And the contents were thrown out the window during the night when everybody else in the street was doing the same thing. And of course, disease was rampant, plagues were everywhere. Yet 3,500 years ago, the Bible also instructed people to bury their toilet waste. That's what Moses tells them. When you go to the toilet, take your shovel with you and bury it. And yet in Europe, because there was ignorance concerning these principles, there were many deaths. Only in the last 100 to 200 years has this health principle been rediscovered, that of hygiene. Notice what medical encyclopedias tell us. The idea of contagion was foreign to the classic medical tradition and it found no place in the voluminous Hippocratic writings. Now Hippocrates was the father of what we call modern medicine. However, it goes on to say the Old Testament, however, is a rich source for contagionist sentiment. You know, God also gave instructions that a plant-based diet was the best for optimal health. Notice what God said through Moses. God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for food. Genesis 1.29 In other words, a plant-based diet. And it goes without saying that over the last 30 years especially, medical science has been advocating more and more the importance of fruits and vegetables, nuts and grains in all of our diets. There's a third thing God spoke of. He informed Moses that fat should not be in the diet. Notice what it says in the writings of Moses. God says through Moses, speak to the children of Israel saying, you shall eat no manner of fat of ox or of sheep or of goat. Leviticus 7.23. And of course, we all know how today how medical science is warning us of the dangers of dietary fat and the need to go easy on fats in the diet. You know, Moses' health principles were given to us by God to prevent such diseases, which is why God said in the Bible, back in the times of the Israelites and Moses, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, Give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you 
which I bought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. This book you see is not just historically accurate, but it contains sound scientific medical health principles. Why not try them? You see, the Bible is so relevant to life today.